Hello, everybody. Uh, this is uh, a very special edition of uh, Blood Red Podcast. I'm Andy Kelly. Uh, I'm joined today by uh, our full-time Liverpool reporter, both home and away, James Pearce, and by uh, Echo Football writer Neil Jones. Uh, again, we're not allowed to call him a scribe anymore. Um, big news at uh, Liverpool today, and uh, this is why we're doing a, a, a special podcast, really. Um, news broken by... Um, James Pearce, um, about Liverpool uh, leaving their Melwood training base and uh, moving uh, to Kirby. Uh, James, this is this is big news for the club, and uh, and uh, you know will come as uh, you know be a bit of a shock to to a lot of supporters out there. Yeah, I think it will. I mean, it's I don't think it's been any great secret that that Klopp has has been a kind of a, a long term admirer of amalgamating the two training bases. I think he, he spoke about it. In a, after pre-season friendly at, Tra- at Tranmere last July, um, you know, just a few hours really after signing that new six-year contract, you know he said it was something the club were were looking at. To, you know, I think he he felt that the club would benefit going forward from everyone being together on one site. Obviously, various discussions and and studies have been done uh, since that time, and and now you know, I understand that Liverpool are in a position where they're on the brink of. Of announcing plans to uh, you know to basically transform the Kirby Academy um, into a state-of-the-art first-team and youth training complex. I mean the the, the current academy buildings are stay as they are, um, but um, you know looking at a, a fifty million pound project on the other side of the site to to uh, to create a, a, a world-class facility and you know, that involved buying up fourteen acres of, of land off the council, uh, Nolsey Council. Obviously, the club have been in discussions with for a number of months. Um, you know, I think that there's a there's, there's pretty much an agreement in place there in terms of the work that will be needed to take place, um, and now the next step will be putting in a, a formal planning application. Jonesy, as as Piercy rightly says, it's been no secret that Jurgen Klopp and indeed Brendan Rodgers before him was keen to merge uh, the academy and the first team facilities together wherever they could find the right place to do that, and. Um, Melwood was never the right place for that, simply due to its geography, really. Yeah, size, size, and and, and logistics, really. Um, it's telling, isn't it, that one of the big things of the last few years for Liverpool's sort of development has been the talent group that goes down to, to Melwood on a Tuesday, I think, isn't it, with Pep Linders, and providing that path and that that sort of inspiration, as James said, really, the the idea that they get to see a Philip Coutinho, you know, in the past, a Steven Gerrard, a, a, you know, Jordan Henderson, people like that. These young players who are coming through get to get to see that and see where they can get to, and I think that's part of the part of the reason. Privacy as well, you know, we, we've had we've had stories from Melbourne about the lack of privacy and sort of team leaks and things like that, and the club have obviously been concerned about that. That should be less of an issue uh, up at Kirby, where there's fewer prying guys, shall we say, less people on bins looking over over fences at the moment, anyway. Well, yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure they'll find a way. I'm sure they will. But in terms of um, in terms of what you've got with an all-in-one uh, campus, if you, if you like, we've seen it with Manchester City, Manchester United, Tottenham, I think the architects who are building this, will they built Tottenham's training ground, Spurs Lodge, um, was that four or five years ago? Yeah. Everton, of course. Everton, of course. And and I think it just it just makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense to have all your, all your sort of, your club, um, well, personnel in the same in the same place rather than splitting the time and and the, the troubles that, that brings and yeah it, it, you know it'll be a wrench leaving Melbourne but I think it's an overdue overdue move to be honest. 
Piercy, those who those who know Mel would 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 have imagined that there wasn't much he could do on that side, and perhaps Kirby was always the favourite for for development. Uh, I think what people will be surprised maybe is the speed that this has happened. That uh, we saw Klopp um, mention uh, after the very first pre-season friendly of the year over at Tranmere, talking about the, the yeah. fact that this was something he'd, he'd like to do. And but these things tend to take years to come to any sort of fruition, but. Actually, we're in a position, you know, maybe what eight or nine months, yeah, fewer than that. Actually, probably five or six months later that uh, we're looking at uh, at starting the planning process. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes down to just how keen Knowlesley Council have, have been. Um, you know, they've been very receptive to the idea of, of this link up with Liverpool. I mean, you could understand why because it's you know, huge kudos for for Kirby to have to have one of the world's biggest football clubs. Based in their brand new training complex uh, in their town, so um, yeah, I think you know those discussions with Knowsley Council have moved on pretty quickly. Um, you know, obviously there's that outline agreement in place. I think you know a key part going forward now will be the consultation process with with well Melwood residents as well, obviously informing them about the club's plans, but but also you know Kirby residents. I'm sure obviously they'll have a number of questions and issues they'll want to discuss. Um, you know, I think the club. Are very keen to you know I think they're they're wary of being kind of too uh, you know presuming that everything is going to go to plan because they still have to get past that and then the formal planning permission stage but um, you know they are buying up a number of playing fields um, from the from the local authority in return for that they're refurbishing other pitches building new changing rooms building a new car park um, cycleways walkways that kind of thing so I think they're hoping that. You know, the local community will see it as a you know they're giving back as well as as, as taking and obviously the the kudos of having of, of having Liverpool Football Club based there so um so yeah it has it has moved on pretty quickly but yeah I think you know it's something the club have been looking at for a number of years I remember back in 2013 listening to Ian Air talk about it and as you said then you know Brendan Rodgers it was something he was desperate to see happen it, you know it wasn't didn't happen then but um you know I think you know it just shows that the owners are determined to, to give Klopp what he wants and this is very much part of his long-term vision for the football club. Jones, you've actually played for the, up on those uh, Simons Wood uh, pitches, I yeah. think. Yeah. And uh, James is right, the local community will, will need to be assured that what pitches they lose, um, it's about 14 acres of land that Liverpool won, that, that the quid pro quo is worthwhile for the local community yeah. up in Kirby, that the, the refurbished facilities that Liverpool will presumably help pay for and, uh, and provide for the community there or are enough uh, and improve the situation for young kids in Kirby playing football. Definitely, you know, we, we, we had a chat on the on the regular Blood Red podcast about youth development and, and, and sort of um, talked about street football and, and park football. And it, it's no, no secret, it's, it's obvious, you just have to walk around the city that fewer, fewer places for people to play football, you know, in, in, in those sorts of environments. So... I think a lot of people will be very wary about about more land being sold up, but that's Liverpool's challenge. And, and whenever a football club builds a new stand, new stadium, new you know training complex like this, there are the social aspects to consider. We've seen it with Anfield, we've seen it with the new main stand, we've seen it for years with the prospect of a new stadium on Stanley Park and disputes with residents with council. It, that that area, it's 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 a staple of Sunday League. You know, Windy Arbor is it's, is its nickname because it well speaks for itself, doesn't it? You know, it's in Arbor Road and it's windy and. Um, it's it's home to a number of teams, a number of you know famous teams. I'm pretty sure, you know, at some point 
your Steven Gerrards, your, your, your Robbie Fowles will have played on there because it, it, it's a, a venue that they all, all, all teams uh, end up at. But it does need a facelift. It, you know, it, it's the facilities aren't great. They're very basic. The pitches are very, very, um, as I say, very bumpy, and the, the train changing facilities, should I say, aren't there full stop. Really, sometimes not even open. So that's Liverpool's chance. If they can, if they can give that a facelift and give it a, a bit of a bit of a lick of paint and make it a bit more appealing for you know young young teams, young footballers and, and Sunday league footballers to go to, then that that's part of the challenge. But you know, Liverpool know that, and the, the main point is that they can they can get their their own house in order, and that will be a byproduct of, of the move. James Jonesy jokes about the win, but actually <laughs> it was a it, it's a significant factor in in Jurgen Klopp's world, so to speak, and he's probably not the only manager, but um, we understand that the club have had to have a really close uh, look at the win situation around this area and what they can do to alleviate it, basically. Yeah, I, was, I remember being at the academy um, for an event that Klopp was at, and I think it was part of the Seeing as Believing campaign back in October time, and uh, he was asked then about you know the prospect of, of the first team going to going to Kirby, and, and he, he basically said, we would do, but for the wind. Um, now, clearly, you know, over the last five five months, he must have had some reassurances that that is uh, an issue Liverpool can get to grips with. I think, you know, I understand that they've been con- consulting with various experts, and th- there are ways around it. I think, you know, the, the landscaping, and uh, I think there'll be a lot of building of trees, um, that because uh, you know, anyone that's been at Kirby for for an academy game know know how knows how exposed <laughs> you know it has its own climate doesn't it, it it's, um... my hair had a life of its own <laughs> <laughs> but you know I think it has been a real bugbearer clop how small and limited Melwood is you know he's he's mentioned you know a few times about the lack of not just the lack of space to work but also the lack of meeting rooms and office space and even the indoor facility is pretty small and very dated really. And you know, space won't be an issue at Kirby. You know, it's it's it'll, you know it'll be state of the art for everything. You know, you'll have everyone in one place. All the all the logistical issues of trying to coordinate with the academy staff. Who, which of the under twenty three squad is coming to Melwood? How many they need for each session? You know, no issues with that. You know, when they're just training. You know, a stone's throw away. Um, so I think from Klopp's point of view, you know, he'll be over the moon that they've now reached this point where they're able to say this is this is the plan. Um, you know, we're obviously expecting an, an, an official announcement from the club over the next couple of days, and and then they can crack on with trying to get through that planning process. We, we talked, we talked on, on on the pod, and James James was involved in the in the game I referred to that we played uh, at Manchester City's uh, campus, and how impressive it is. And you, you have to think that as as much as we we talk about Melbourne's history and, and the great the great people that have been there and the sort of you know the the, the, the tradition around it. I would imagine that Melwood doesn't have the same sort of impact on, a, on an 18-year-old footballer or a 17-year-old footballer as walking into Carrington or into, into the Etihad campus in terms of a wow. And I think that's Liverpool's, you know, not just for the, the next generation of, of players they're bringing through, but also for prospective new signings. I think signings will look at things like that and will look at where they're going to be spending their day-to-day, the training, what the facilities are like. And as James said, Melwood, it's fine. I'm not sure, you know, everything there is state-of-the-art, but it's small and it's, it's, it's not... Of the level of you know uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester City, Chelsea, even Chelsea used to train under near near the main room where Heathrow. They used to train. I've heard Jody Morris talking about having to stop sessions because planes were going over overhead and he couldn't hear the coach. <laughs> you know, Chelsea obviously moved to Cobham now, which is a lot, a lot more plush. And I think it's just a logical move for Liverpool to, it, to do that. It's it brings 
okay, they, I think the academy only opened in '98, but this is really a, a step forward into the 21st century. It feels yeah. like for the for the club. And Pierce, you don't think um, there was a there was an argument when Everton were considering moving Goodison to Kirby that that you know the club was leaving the Liverpool City boundaries. Um, obviously, their first team and academy training facilities are in Hillwood again, out, actually outside. Liverpool technically in Nosley. Yeah. Um, Liverpool obviously have had their academy in Nosley and now will move their uh, first team facilities to Nosley as well. As well, do you, do you think there'll be any concern in supporters' quarters about sort of that training base not being in Liverpool itself, or do you think there's a difference between, say, obviously Anfield stays, yeah. but the, the the training facilities is a different vibe. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a few people moaning because people find something to moan about, don't they? But yeah, I think there's a big difference between where your stadium is and where your training ground is. And as you said, you know, Everton are, are based, you know, obviously out towards Hellwood way. And you know, I, I don't see it being an issue. You know, Kirby has been a key base for Liverpool Football Club for you know, what, nearly two decades now. And it would, it would have, you know, they did actually look at alternative sites around Merseyside to actually, you know, leave Melwood and Kirby and, and build something else somewhere else. But I think, you know, when you look at the economic model for that, you know, they, they would have had to have got you know a, a great deal somewhere else to, to justify leaving both those places, and especially I think with the land, the extra land being nearby to Kirby, you know they've got the the ability there to expand. Um, so I just think this is the common sense option. You know, making Melwood bigger obviously is just anyone who knows the area is absolutely you know completely not viable because of the the, the restrictions on the residential properties around the place. Um, you know, Kirby I think ticks all the boxes for Klopp. And um, so, yeah, I think I think this is just a, a common sense step forward for the club. John Z, the residents of Melwood and West Derby, I'm sure a lot of them have been quite proud over the years that they've had sort of obviously a world famous football club and world famous footballers coming coming and going every day. Um, we believe that the site itself would be hopefully sold off for family housing, um, which would, would would alleviate some of the the, the problems of finding that in the area, but uh, probably, but nevertheless, will be mixed feelings from a lot of people in the Melwood area. Yeah, definitely, especially, you know, they had it with Everton, didn't they? Not, not too far away at Belfield, and, and that was, you know, that was that would have been a wrench for, for some residents. Some, some, I imagine, will be will be pleased to, to lose the sort of, the, 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 you know, that road's pretty narrow, yeah. you get a lot of people gathering outside, I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's a noise issue in terms of, you know, especially on busy days, like, you know, transfer deadlines and things like that. And, and People like us parking outside. Yeah, there, yeah definitely. You know, and, and it's getting. I mean, they they've just built a new health centre on the corner, haven't they? Right by there, and, and you know, I imagine that's a little bit awkward for, to, if you if you're driving up there and parking outside there. So there, there will be there will be um, pros and pros and cons of, of that. But I think, yeah, I, I can imagine a lot of, especially if you're a Liverpool fan and you live you live on Melbourne Drive or you live you live on Daisbrook Lane. I'm I'm sure you'd be pretty proud that you had that on your doorstep. But then you're gonna have people now in Kirby. We're gonna have gonna have that that luxury, that enjo- enjoyment. You know, people. I'm, I'm sure that they um, the the David Lloyd or the Peter Lloyd, Jim, David Lloyd, Jim? David Lloyd. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that's gonna have a, a higher take up of uh, of people, <laughs> people in, in, in that 2019 when people want to. David Lloyd, uh, Jim is the new purple Ben. Yes, yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> people, people run on the running machine watching uh, watching Jurgen do put the players through the paces, but th- that's that's just part of the movement, you know. Not everyone's going to be happy about it, but I think the club have got to they've got to be cutthroat. They've got to be ruthless and think about the club, and you know, do what they can to alleviate issues elsewhere. But at the end of the day, 
do what's best for Liverpool and, and this this is best. James, finally, in terms of what happens now, we expect a plan and application in the next three months and what type of time scale are, are Liverpool hoping for? Yeah, certainly, you know, I think the announcement will obviously follow uh, the next couple of days and then, yeah, the planning application will go in. Um, I mean, obviously, there's an outline agreement with, with Knowsley Council already, but obviously but before that planning application goes in, there'll be a full consultation process with residents. They'll be shown, you know, models and... And, and videos and all the rest of it of how exactly the new place is going to look, how it will affect them, um, what what obviously Liverpool will be giving back to the local community in return. So obviously Liverpool will hope that going to that effort will then smooth the, the planning process um, with a view to work starting in early 2018. And then I think you're looking at probably you know, probably a 15, 16-month building period. So you know, summer of 2019... Uh, all the work complete, and um, so you know, all being well, Klopp and his and his first team squad will be making that switch to to Kirby ahead of the uh, pre-season for the 2019-20 season. Well, um, a pretty significant day in the history of Liverpool Football Club. Uh, the Reds are likely to move their first team training base from Melwood to Kirby. This has been your Blood Red podcast. Thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs>